1: Well, good evening, fellow Neanderthals, and welcome to the John Whitmer Show, sponsored by Wink Hartman and the Hartman Group of Companies. We're thrilled you joined us tonight here at your local liberal resistance headquarters, where we proudly champion the conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. We're glad to be back. We were off last week so you guys could have live coverage of the Kansas City Chiefs game. Uh, for Chiefs fans, I know they lost today. We're sorry. But at least you've got us here. We can we can mourn together. We can we can share sympathies together. But we're pleased to uh, to have you with us this evening. If you'd like to call in, our studio lines are open. You can reach us at 316-869-1330. By email, as always, at john at the knssradio.com. On Facebook, at the John Whitmer Show. And on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer. Reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, You know, one of the things if you're a a regular listener to the show, we get lots of callers. We get some occasional regular callers, and and I don't want to share any names, but I do want to share one thing. One of our regular callers, I I, I will call him D.C. We'll just call him D.C. And uh, D.C. is is struggling with COVID right now, and I just want to do a little personal shout-out to D.C., and, and let him know that, uh, that I'm thinking about him, that, that we're thinking about him. My wife and I have him in our prayers, and we want him to, to get better. So a, a personal shout-out to D.C. Feel better, get better, brother. We need you back. You're a, you're a patriot for sure, and, uh, and, and we're thinking about you all our best for you. Tonight, we have, we have an incredible lineup for you. Former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer is going to be with us tonight. He's going to give us an insider's perspective on the Biden administration and and his take on how the press is treating this White House compared to how they treated the Trump White House. And, you know, if you think about Jen Psaki and the softball question she gets compared to how they treated, uh, you know, Kelly McEnany, or for that matter how they treated Sean Spicer, it's night and day. We'll talk to Sean about that. Country music artist. And former Blackhawk helicopter aviator Ryan Weaver will be with us. Um, he's got an incredible new single out. It is rising up the country charts, and he's going to share the story behind this song. It's called Never Forgotten. It is a tribute song, tribute to the heroes behind 9-11, and uh, heroes who fought in the Afghan war like he did. We'll talk to Ryan Weaver. We'll also talk with presidential advisor Grover Norquist. He's been an economic advisor for multiple U.S. presidents. And we're going to talk to him about the, uh, the, the COVID, excuse me, the COVID, the uh, infrastructure bill, quote-unquote infrastructure bill, that $3.5 trillion doggle, trillion dollar boondoggle of a reconciliation budget bill that's really a government takeover of our economy. And I'm really looking forward to hearing what what Grover has to say, because if anybody knows tax increases, he does, and the danger that they pose to our country. State Senator Kelly Warren will be with us to talk about Biden's vaccine mandate and whether or not Kansas utility companies engaged in price gouging during February's uh, weather streak, that cold weather streak we we had a few months ago. And Disney insider Nick Caterano will be with us to talk about he's worked for Disney for 16 years, and now he's being forced to get the COVID-19 vaccine or lose his job. And he's, well, he, he's pushing back. He's fighting back against it. We'll talk to Nick about that. And, of course, we'll take your calls at 745 and 845 at 316-869-1330. So one of the things, I don't know if you watched him, and based on the ratings, I doubt you did, But last week's Emmys were soundly skewered on social media as viewers took notice of the fact that there were rather limited coronavirus safety measures. I mean, yes, they required everybody to either be vaccinated or show a positive, a negative test rather to COVID, but in the room on display, and it was a room, it was not outdoors during the event There was no social distancing, and specifically, there were no face masks. So you had all these, you know, leftist Hollywood elites who love to call out those of us who think masking is asinine and and really doesn't make much of a difference, sitting around, you know, glad-handing, hugging, kissing, and not wearing masks. The 2021 awards show was one of the first to return to the typical in-person format following more than a year of delayed and adjusted ceremonies, you know like the Oscars and the Golden Globes were, but few if any of the stars in attendance last Sunday were seen in, you know, on the broadcast wearing masks or observing social distancing guidelines. They were hugging, they were, you know, slapping and kissing and doing all the fake, you know, maskless fake hugs were on display throughout the whole stomach-churning event. No masks, no social distancing at the Emmys, because once again, rules are for the little people, not for the liberal elites. And the same thing for the wackadoodle congresswoman, Alexandria, can I get you a beer, Ocasio-Cortez, who recently attended the $35,000-a-ticket Metropolitan Museum of Art Gala, wearing a tax-the-rich dress dress made, by the way, by a designer who's a rent deadbeat and who owes $100,000 in back taxes. So she goes to the event, but of course she's not wearing a mask. She's wearing a tax-rich dress made by a tax deadbeat, but she's not wearing a mask. And of course, the same media that hypocritically warned us that every Trump rally, every church service, every backyard picnic was a super spreader event. They had nothing to say about any of this. Nor have they covered the fact that COVID 19 cases are spiking in Martha's Vineyard. The number of cases has risen to 158, by the way, since Barack Obama's August 7th, 60th birthday party. 158 new cases, no mention of the fact that it might correlate. To the 600 people he had for his birthday party. Yeah, yeah, it's purely coincidence, I'm sure. Has nothing to do. One thing has nothing to do with the other. Because there's always 600 people birthday parties at Martha's Vineyards. (laughs) Even Joe Biden is getting into the mask hypocrisy. This week, President Dementia hosted uh, British Prime Minister Boris Yeltsin at the White House. And for one Oval Office photo, the two were seated... About five feet apart, apparently the virus is incredibly dangerous. And so you can, you know, even though they're both vaccinated, so they're both wearing masks. So two vaccinated guys sitting five feet apart in the, in the Oval Office. But moments later, they stood up and removed their COVID-preventing black cloth masks and a brace for a photo op. No masks, no social distancing, Apparently, those oval office chairs prevent COVID. That's this is what I'm thinking. So everybody needs to go out to you know I don't know furniture on consignment and buy yourself an oval office chair because they prevent COVID now. I, I this is the hypocrisy here. This is how silly this has become. But it's science because that's what they'll tell you. This is the science. Trust the science. Trust Doctor Fraudy. He and he knows these things. And mask mandates are being enforced in some places. And not others, which is why this is also causing people to not trust your government when it comes to this issue. In Flowers Restaurant in Seattle, for example, this is in King County, Washington, health inspectors went so far as to publicize photos of patrons foregoing masks at Flowers Restaurant. And subsequently, the restaurant's license was suspended. So make sure you're following with me. Flowers Restaurant in Seattle. They weren't, some of the patrons weren't wearing masks. And so the restaurant's license was suspended. However, across town, in Seattle, in King County, at Lumen Field, for the home opener of the Seattle Seahawks when they lost to the Tennessee Titans, very few fans were wearing masks. Both county and state policies mandate masks. Those attending outdoor events with more than 500 people present. The stadium was packed regardless of vaccination status. Fans were supposed to, by law, wear masks at all times. And yet, no closing of the stadium. No punishment for the NFL. Will Lumen Field face punishment? Will the Seahawks face punishment? Will they lose their license? Will this be labeled a super spreader event? The likely answer to both questions is no. So we can shut down a small flowers restaurant. No consequence for an NFL game. It seems highly unlikely Lumen Field will suffer any significant punishment for hosting thousands without masks But heaven forbid a small restaurant have a few customers not wearing their masks. But that's their privilege. Unfortunately, small businesses that can't flout county and state rules, they aren't so lucky. And all this is going on while toddlers are being dragged off airplanes for not masking correctly. And I don't know if you've seen it, but it's become a bizarre ritual of over-the-top rule-following zealotry coupled with misplaced and unscientific COVID fear that children are being pulled off of airplanes for not wearing their mask correctly. And the media have no problem with this kind of child abuse. Amanda Petadarvis and her two-year-old were forced to deplane when the toddler couldn't keep her ma- his mask on. The son was having an asthma attack at the time and the mother was arrested by police. And let's ignore the fact that the World Health Organization does not recommend masking children under the age of six. Harvard Medical School says, quote, we lack credible evidence of the benefits of masking kids aged two to five, despite what the American Academy of Pediatrics says. And yet we're pulling kids off of planes because they're asthmatic and they can't wear a mask. Masking kids under six isn't science, it's child abuse. And yet we're doing it. It would be difficult enough to do this to children if masking them was necessary in the name of safety, but it's simply not. It's religion. It's lemmings falling off a cliff. But according to the left, trust the science when it's convenient. It's okay to force asthmatic two-year-olds to wear a mask regardless of whether or not there's actually any science to back it up. We'll be taking your calls at eight forty-five. In the meantime, coming up after the break, we'll talk with Presidential Advisor Grover Norquist about how the Democrats' new three and a half trillion-dollar reconciliation budget is just full of tax increases. You're listening to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and thirteen thirty KNSS, Wichita's
0: number one talk.